Welcome to this episode of the National Police Association podcast number 30. Rappers charged with felony batter on police officers, and officer back on duty a year after being shot with an assault rifle. From Chicago, Illinois, the current reports four men were charged with felonies after a rap video shoot at a Wicker Park Airbnb property grew over capacity, leading to a bust during which Chicago police recovered more than 20 illegal firearms, authorities said. Cook County prosecutors on Sunday said all four either resisted arrest or shoved officers as police tried to clear the party. Three of the suspects, James Holmes, 25, Martrell Williams, 22, and Alexander Rayland, 41, were each charged with felony aggravated battery to a police officer, and Lamont Clay, 27, was charged with felony resisting slash obstructing an officer. The incident began around 2 a.m., when officers responding to a call of a loud party found about 200 people at a rap video shoot in an Airbnb rental inside the three-story commercial building, prosecutors said Sunday at the Layden Criminal Court building at 26th Street and California Avenue. Seeing that the unit was over capacity, violating city ordinance, police began dispersing the crowd, Assistant State's Attorney Meredith Rudolphy told the court. As the group dispersed, authorities said Alexander called a police captain an expletive and shoved him in the chest before the officer performed an emergency takedown and arrested him, Rudolphy said. Holmes also made a derogatory statement to an officer before shoving that officer into a second officer, authorities said. He continued to struggle with officers until a taser was used on him and he was taken into custody, Rudolphy said. Authorities said Williams was leaving the party when he pushed the arm of a female officer carrying a rifle before lowering his shoulder into a second officer. After being arrested, he told police he didn't remember confronting the officers, adding that it wouldn't have happened if he wasn't so drunk, Rudolphy said. Lastly, Clay held on to a railing as police escorted him out of the party, and an officer suffered minor injuries during the arrest. Circuit Judge John F. Like Jr. granted release for three of the suspects on personal recognizance bonds because they lacked a significant criminal history, but they will be placed on electronic monitoring pending trial. Holmes, of the first block of North Menard, was ordered held on $5,000 bail and electronic monitoring, as well as a $425 bail from a previous case in DuPage County. Following the breakup of the party, Chicago police posted two photos on social media displaying 25 handguns, two semi-automatic rifles and numerous gun magazines seized at the party. Police noted that a fifth person had been taken into custody but was released without charges. Police said they were trying to determine whether any of the seized weapons were connected to crimes. Airbnb has aimed to crack down on illegal parties and nuisance guests after a deadly shooting at a and Airbnb in suburban San Francisco left five people dead. A spokesman for Airbnb released a statement Sunday calling the behavior at the party in Chicago unacceptable, saying the listing was removed. We're thankful to, Chicago police, for getting illegal weapons off the street, said spokesman Ben Bright. From Daytona Beach, Florida. The News Journal reports Daytona Beach police officer Kevin Hurd is back to patrolling the streets of Daytona Beach, more than a year after a shooting that could have cost the officer his arm. That bullet went through me so fast I didn't feel anything. I just felt my arm pull back and no pain or nothing, the 6'4 inches, 300 pound, 
bodybuilder officer said. Next to an American flag tattoo on his massive right biceps, Daytona Beach police officer Kevin Hurt has a discolored spot the size of a dime. He voluntarily etched the Stars and Stripes emblem into his skin years ago to show his love for his country, which he twice served in combat as a Marine during wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, and missions in Mozambique. But the spot less than an inch from the 29-year-old patrolman's tattoo marks a dramatic change in his life. And it was delivered violently, in an instant. While on patrol more than a year ago, Hurd was shot by a dangerous felon with an AK-47. The blemish near his flag tattoo is the smallest reminder of the 7.62 caliber bullet that tore through his right arm. Hurd has been shot twice before, once in military combat, but the bullet fired from a dark street corner in Daytona Beach's Midtown neighborhood has by far had the greatest impact for the giant of a lawman. It severed my nerve, and I never had a nerve injury before so I didn't have the use of my right hand for like 7 months or 8 months, Hurd said. That was the worst part about it because, you know, I like to work out. I used to bodybuild competitively and I definitely can't do that now. Raymond Roberts, a 41-year-old felon with a violent criminal history, was arrested and awaits trial in Hurd's shooting. He's held without bail in Volusia County's jail. Court records show prosecutors have charged Roberts with three counts of attempted first-degree murder on a law enforcement officer and possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Aggravated battery on a law enforcement officer with a firearm and other charges are still being reviewed. Lt. Jeremy Nicolo, the shift commander on duty the night heard was shot, and Officer Macon McDowell were also in the line of fire but escaped injury. Early in his recovery the officer, a 6'4", 300-pound bodybuilder who bench-pressed hundreds of pounds and won amateur heavyweight bodybuilding contests, couldn't lift a fork. Just eating was even hard, Hurd said. After 13 months of intense physical therapy to strengthen his right arm, Hurd returned to work on December 23, patrolling the same streets where he was shot. Hurd, in a recent off-duty interview with the News Journal at police headquarters, recounted the shooting at the corner of Martin Luther King Jr., Boulevard, and South Street. That's where police said Roberts was waving the assault rifle at 11 p.m. Roberts claims he found the AK-47 under a house. He was threatening to shoot civilians. As I approached him trying to make contact with him, the incident began, Hurd recalled. He shot at me. I caught around and that's about the gist of it. There is nothing heroic about stopping the bullet, the officer said, emphasizing that he was just doing his job dealing with a bad guy doing bad stuff in the streets. It's just the nature of the beast, Hurd said. But Nicolo said, taking the type of gun into account, Hurd's is a rare story of survival. The caliber of round from an AK-47 does a lot of damage. Not many people get hit by a round like that and live to tell it, Nicolo said. He is lucky to be alive. Hurt said he knew he had been shot when he saw the muzzle flash from the rifle light up the darkness. The tiny mark on Hurt's biceps belies the 8-inch scar left on the back of his 21-inch arm, where the bullet severed a nerve. It took more than 30 stitches and a steel rod to repair the damage, Hurt said. On the night of the shooting, Hurt said he didn't feel any pain. That thing went through me so fast I didn't feel anything. I just felt my arm pull back and no pain or nothing, the officer said. The AK-47, you expect that, 
to get shot with that, overseas but not in Daytona Beach. With the seriousness of the wound immediately clear, Hurd said it didn't stop him. As he went down behind a car, Hurd tried to fire back at Roberts. I tried to re-engage with that arm, Hurd said. I looked at it, arm, and I was like, that's pretty messed up. Being ambidextrous, Hurd grabbed his department-issued handgun with his left hand and fired at the suspect but Roberts ran. He was later caught by a Volusia County deputy. Hurd underwent multiple surgeries to save his arm. He's back on patrol, but had to make a key adjustment. Hurd shifted his firearm to the left side of his duty belt so he can draw with his fully functional arm and hand. Career Inspirations The gun battle that left him scarred for life also inspired his desire to be a better police officer, a profession he knew he wanted at the age of 10. As a child Hurd was removed from his mother's care and placed into foster care, an event he does not like to talk about. But during the traumatic experience, a Pennsylvania police officer, who was a foster parent, helped him adjust to his new life. It's kind of a tender subject there but to make the story short, I was adopted, and it was actually a police officer that helped me, after he was removed from his home in Reading, Pennsylvania. A police officer took me and got me dressed and got me ready and everything, Hurd said. The officer who helped Hurd requested to remain anonymous. I thought it was pretty nice that he took the time to do all that, Hurd said of the officer. It was outside of his scope of duties and pretty much took me with him and I hung out with him for a while before I went into foster care. It was pretty cool of him. After high school, Hurd wanted to join the police department but did not meet the age requirement of 21, so he thought college was his next move. He started taking criminal justice classes at Temple University to prepare for a life in law enforcement. But the yearning to be in uniform nagged him more than he cared for his studies. Following advice of police he knew, he joined the military. I know I wanted to be in the infantry and after doing some research, I decided, you know, why not go for the hardest branch, the Marine Corps, Hurd said, chuckling. As a U.S. Marine, Hurd was shot in the back of the leg during combat. After eight years in the Marine Corps, Hurd moved to Central Florida where worked as an armed guard for a private company in Orlando. During one of his duties in the Pine Hills area, Hurd was shot in the left arm, a flesh wound, he said. He also worked in fugitive extraditions for a private company, U.S. Corrections, where he drove inmates to whatever jail that had warrants for them. He drove as far away as New York and California. While working for these companies, Hurd started his security business, Global Security, which he still manages, but the desire to be a policeman never left him. So after meeting the Daytona Beach Police Department's training officer, he joined the agency in early 2017, only months before the shooting. So far it has been nothing but good, I mean apart from getting shot everything's been great, Hurd said. Rosemary Franco said she was getting ready to go to bed when she got the call about her boyfriend of five years getting shot. My heart dropped to my stomach the second I heard, the person on the phone say, Daytona Police Department, Franco said of the call she got from Hurd's sergeant. She said he was shot in the arm but was okay. My mind was racing. I remember I was very upset, and said if he was, really, okay he would be speaking to me. Franco said she was scared and feared the worst. The 30-minute drive to Halifax Health Medical Center felt like the longest drive in my life, Franco said.
When I saw him I yelled at him, then started crying and kissed him. I was just happy at that point he was stable and talking. Daytona Beach Police Chief Craig Capri said Hurd's experience highlights the dangerous world we live in but said he is glad Hurd survived and is back on the job. I will tell you he is one tough guy, I'm sure that because of his physical build, his fitness, he survived the gunshot, Capri said. I am so happy to have him back because you don't see many people that come around with his type of work ethic. Nicolo says Hurd is an officer he knows will be there for the community. I'm excited he's back, Nicolo said. He's always a reliable guy. Hurd said his right arm is 70% functional and keeps improving. He said the shooting has made him more alert while on patrol. He holds no animosity against Roberts, the felon and trigger man who changed his life with an illegal firearm. The officer said he will keep on living his dream of being a police officer, of protecting the people of Daytona Beach. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. Franco said her boyfriend's recovery was very difficult but Heard pushed himself hard because he wanted to return to the job he loves and she respects him for that. She worries every time Heard leaves for work and is happiest when he returns home. I'm glad to see him every day when he walks in through the front door, Franco said. And definitely I don't take any day for granted. Hurt credited Franco with being his strongest support making his recovery quicker. This news brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how you can help law enforcement accomplish its goals visit nationalpolice.org.